Greetings and welcome back to Mishnah Yomit, program sponsored by the Orthodox Union, hosted here at OU.org. In each one of these podcasts, we study two Mishnayot. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom, and I'm honored to be studying Masachet Ketubot with you. We're now going to begin our study of the third parak, and one quick introduction to the third parak. Uh, the Torah provides that in the case of the rape or seduction, I mean, Na'arash Enamu Rasa. And Nara means a girl who has just come into the age of puberty. Uh, she's not betrothed to anyone, and a man takes her by force or seduces her. Um, in the classic case, and what the Torah provides, is the man has to pay a fine of 50 shkalim. In the case of uh, Ones, he has to pay that fine in any case. We'll see more of the details in this and the next parak. Um, however, there's another principle that's going to operate in this and the next Mishnah. And that is the principle of meaning that when you uh, commit a crime that carries with it a financial penalty and also either a corporal or capital penalty or even the potential of same, the greater punishment subsumes the lesser one and reality exempts you from the financial payment. And there, and away we go. The following are na'arot that if a man were to to take them in that way would have to pay the 50. Habal zeret, meaning these are girls who, in spite of the fact that relations with them are otherwise forbidden, uh, nonetheless you have to pay. And that is if he has relations with a mamzeret. Vialhan netina. A netina is um, a member of, uh, we, and we have this in the first paragraph we mentioned in Tinim, uh, of the seven nations that converted in, and there's a Gzeirah not to marry them, it's an Isur Durabanan that was parallel to Mamzeret. Biala Kutit, the Kutim at this point, unclear whether or not these Shomronim are Gerei Met, In any case, they are distanced, similar to the Netina. Habal HaGiyord and this is again a list that we had in the first parak. A convert or a, a, a captive, a captive woman, a woman who's freed, or a shivcha, who were liberated or converted, uh, and before they were three years old. Uh, we'll see what that's about. If someone has relations with his own sister, or his father's sister, or his mother's sister, or his sister-in-law, his wife's sister, or his brother's wife, meaning it was his his brother married this girl when she was very young, and then the brother died, or uh, and, uh, and there was chalitza, uh, they had a kid or something, but she's still in Na'ara at this point. Ve'al eshet achi aviv, or his uncle's wife, ve'al hanida, or if she was a Nida. And the principle here is that karate, which is what all of that last list, uh, the, that is the punishment for any of those last lists beginning from Achoto, that karate, even though it is a severe punishment because it's not a baiting enforced punishment, does not exempt one from the financial liability and therefore one has to pay. And that's what I just mentioned. The next Mishnah, on the other hand, tells us, The following are girls where you won't pay the knas. 
And now we'll understand why the three that were liberated or converted before the age of three were mentioned. Um, but now we have the uh, sort of a flip, as we saw in the first parak, a girl who converts or was liberated, but she was up until the age of three, she was either a captive, or she was uh, she was uh, or she had been a captive sometime at the age of three, or she was not Jewish. The assumption is she's a bu'ula, and this class only applies to a betula, to a betula. So we have to again revisit the case of Eshet Achiv. Um, um, so if they converted or liberated after the age of three, we assume them not to be a betula. Rabbi Yudah disagrees and says that if you have a shvuya, someone who was, capt- uh, who was captured and she was redeemed, even though she's an adult, she maintains her kedusha. We assume that she's tahora, and therefore she still gets the knas. Habal uh, bito. Now we're going to see the the inverse, as it were, of the end of the previous mishnah. Habal bito. If one has relations with his own daughter, abat bito is his daughter's daughter. Abat pino is his son's daughter. Abat ishto his wife's daughter. If it's not his own daughter, abat pina her son's daughter. Abat pita her daughter's daughter. Ein lahen knas. Why? All of those are chiyuv mita. Because there you're killed by the court. Any time that you are liable for the death penalty, you don't pay if there's a payment that comes with the same act. That's part of a larger limud from the beginning of Parshat Mishpatim, where it says that if a man bumps into a woman, uh, who is pregnant and she loses the baby, if she isn't killed, then, um, then, uh, he is, uh, punished and has to pay. The implication is that if she does die, he doesn't have to pay, and that's because he has a larger penalty. Okay, we'll pause at this point and pick it up with Mr. Gimel on the next podcast. You should have a wonderful day.